live from Sadler Studios. Yeah, I'm back. It's Stay Busy with the boy, Armand Sadler. Welcome to another edition of Stay Busy with the Boy, Armand Sadler. Who am I, you might ask? Armand Sadler, duh. Vegan chorizo poppy, multiple Mas Monday poppy, your favorite Uber driver's favorite Uber driver. I do it all. I'm here, but I'm not here alone. The gang is here. My boy's here. How you feeling, bro? Man's ready to go today. He got the energy. He's excited. We're here. We live. What's up, y'all? How you doing? My name is Nick Early, executive producing and co-hosting Stay Busy. Super for once in a while like in a long time i'm like man this board meeting is really going to be something mm-hmm. because i you know it, it feels fresh for new ideas new something new concept we got something that we're excited to unveil for y'all we won't i won't ruin the surprise i'll let the host do that but you know how that goes yes sir i'm good man i'm good can't complain you know we got to give shout outs to all the listeners first time listeners returning listeners last time listeners I don't. I should stop shouting out the last time listeners because <laughs> if if you're gonna stop listening, then what's the point of me giving you my love and affection? It just it just doesn't really yeah. make sense. Yeah, but I, I guess you know half shout out to you. So shout, or, or maybe I'll, I'll give you out because out is less letters out. than shout. There you go. So Thank out you. to you. <laughs> um, of course, whether you like Airheads or Skittles, granola bars or peanut brittle, even Stevens or Malcolm in the Middle puzzles or riddles now you look excited are you eating peanut butter right now <laughs> wavelengths look, this is scary so just for those who don't understand wavelengths um it's just it running years long running and recurring joke between me and Armand. six years strong we're literally like we'll be saying something thinking it whatever it is one will say something the other was just saying it like we'll say it at the same time we like we'll be thinking the same thing literally i did not see his whether you like today and i just been here busting down his peanut brittle shout out c's candy you know what it is c's candy hold on (laughs) it's been a minute since we got a promo from the photo from you so this is nice this is nice (laughs) so I'm just sitting here busting down this peanut brittle. And look at this man puts peanut brittle in here. So, you know, I got to go with the peanut brittle. Skittles, peanut brittle. I like granola, too, though. Um, and then definitely even Stevens. I never watched Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and then, ooh, puzzles or riddles. Like, like jigsaw puzzles? Jigsaw or puzzles, like, yeah. Uh, I like jigsaw puzzles more. They're more fun. It's like gratifying too. There's an end to it and like yeah, it comes together. Yeah, know. nah. When you really lock in and you create a whole picture, like it's it's yeah, I feel that puzzles are gratifying. Riddles you get the brain working, but sometimes you don't want you don't want your brain to be working. Like puzzles are real mindless. You're just looking at a picture, grabbing this, grabbing that, putting it together, and making a right, masterpiece. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like we do every week here on Stay Busy. Aha. Uh, we want to shout out Chris Omar, my guy, for pulling up last week, starting the busy year in a big way. Shout out to him. 
phenomenal conversation. If you haven't heard it, tap in. There's so many gems for aspiring filmmakers, videographers. There's a difference uh, for artists who are, you know, looking to make the most out of their visuals and just overall a really good conversation in general. So thank you, Chris. Thank you for that slide that you played. Murray um, Quicksand, that joint was hard. And of course, we got to shout out our VP of everything, the man that you cannot see, but you can feel, Kieran Hurley, the guy holding it down. Yes, good, you know what I'm saying? Just he, he just does the thing. Of course, we got to shout out Anchor, our distribution platform. And if you do not know by now, Anchor will distribute a podcast for free to all the major streaming platforms and even the not so major ones. And if you, regardless of your listenership, you get some sponsored ads too. So get your potting in and you can make some dollars. Podding in dollars. That's, that's all we want, really. Lastly, shout out to Zoom, allowing you to see our beautiful, melanated, hydrated faces. Uh, the light is shining. Nick is back in Harlem. How's, how's it feel to be back, bro? Well, you see, I got my microphone back, so it, this is a sign. I'm back, back with Nip here. You know, it is what it is. We here, baby. There we go. All right. Well, we got a we got a fun chat coming for y'all. Um, before we get into the new releases, I have to, you know, being the responsible guy that I am, and being the dramatic guy that I am, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going that. to I'm going to call this an, an an apology. I don't know if I necessarily have anything to apologize for, but I'm, I'm gonna just call it an apology. So, you know, a few exactly. weeks back, we talked about how, you know, I felt Division was the best R&B act of the last five years. Uh, we are going back and forth. Nick brought up Leanne Havas project. I was like, oh, I haven't really tapped in, so I'm, I'm not going to speak on it, again, being the responsible guy that I am. But one thing I do is I do follow up. So on, on my Uber rides, I put the Leanne Havas project on, and I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, Nick never suggests things to me that are bad. Like like Nick's stamp, Nick's cosign is very, very uh, credible. So it's not like I ever doubted him. It's just like I, for myself, didn't get a chance to hear it. Put it on, ran through it t- twice in a row. Uh, I've revisited it. It's a very, like, it's a very, very easy listen. And that's not to, like, diminish well, what it is. But it was just like, you, you're sitting there, you're listening to songs of transition. They sound good. Her vocals are strong. And then you're done. And you're like, oh, wow, like, it's over. Like, I didn't want that to be over. So you just put it right back on. Uh, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm not going to compare it because I, I think it's also weird to compare male R&B albums to a women's R&B albums. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But, like... Nick was not capping. Like I will, I will say, Nick was not capping. I really enjoyed that project. I'm definitely gonna uh, revisit it. So thank you for for you know speaking so highly of of Leanne Mahavis and for putting that on my radar. If you haven't heard it, Nick co-signed it. I've co-signed it now. I don't know if Kieran's listened yet, but but Kieran's probably behind his screen saying, you know, yeah, whatever. It's cool if he's heard it. So <laughs> you know, what I'm saying we're, we're 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 three for three here. I'm assuming. I don't like to assume. But I'm gonna just assume anyways. So tap into that Leanne Mahavis project. You won't be disappointed. And if you are, well, I mean, there's no money back guarantee. We're not giving you nothing. It's just like, all right, you don't got to listen to it no more. Um, <laughs> new releases, though. R&B heavy, heavy weekend. Uh, you know where I got to go first. Uh, another new single from the boys, Division, my duo. Uh, they dropped a single by the name of You Somebody. It uh, samples, but there's more of a cover. and, and like It's an, really a cover. To me. Yeah, it's a cover interpolation of a Kings of Leon, You Somebody classic song. You've heard it. If, if you don't know the name, you know that I can use somebody. Someone like you. But, you know, Division puts their smooth, sensual kind of different kind of vibe on it. And it was, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, they also announced that their continuation of Amusing Her Feelings will be dropping next Friday, January 15th. And this is Amusing Her Feelings. So it's it's a play on the original title, but still using, you know, the, the, the same words to an extent. And it's like, oh, yeah. this, this is kind of a, a different different vibe. We've heard Blessings. We've heard You Somebody. We kind of see the direction they're going. Lots of 
lots of samples, lots of covers and interpolations. So I'm really interested to see what direction they go, whether they choose to have features or not. We know with the last album, they, they, they led with uh, uh, Miss Me and uh, In Between, and then they came with No Crying with Future, and then Between Us with Snow, and then Dangerous City with Ty Dalla and Buju Bantan. Uh, we haven't gotten any singles with features yet, and given that it's dropping next week, we'll probably get like something next week before the actual project drops, but uh, you, you know I'm looking forward to it. You, you know how I feel about them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Go ahead. I wanted to talk about them. Uh, so I was having a conversation with R. Shout out R. Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was... Uh, we were just having a conversation about the vision and he brought up the reference and the consistent use of rock melodies from popular rock songs. This is, we're having this discussion before midnight. We're in the studio or whatever. And then all of a sudden, bam, they dropped this song. And so it's something that I want you to just pay attention for. Cause he was able to like pinpoint some specific melody references from certain songs mm-hmm. that are like Bastry Boy songs or like, uh, other rock songs and he was like listen to how Daly's singing it here listen to how he's singing there so it's really interesting to hear but uh give it give it a chance when you when you get a second just yeah. listen, just keep an eye out for it now or an ear mm-hmm. out for it so yeah. this one is something i wanted to know right. no I, I i would love to hear the specific songs that, that he kind of called yeah, yeah, yeah. in as well because that's that's always a good conversation to have and i love how music takes things and like builds upon them and you know brings right. things back like like immediately when, when i saw the title use somebody i was like oh i are, are, are they about to do what i think they're gonna do and then i heard it i was like <laughs> there it is but yeah, it, it is. was it was cool it sounded good um the mvp the, my, my mvp for the weekend jasmine freaking sullivan she dropped wow. her project hotels uh we got a single girl girl like me last week featuring her you know how we feel about her this yeah. project uh I, I was able to run through it uh, a few times and you know, I, I saw people talking about it on social media and it's, you know, I, I always try to avoid Twitter before I listen to something new because I don't want my, my mind to be kind of drawn in in one direction. But there was there was a lot of praise for this. And Jasmine's an extremely talented vocalist, like just an extremely talented musician. I've never been disappointed by anything Jasmine's done. Um, and then I, you get to hotels and was not disappointed. It was it was pretty, pretty damn good. And, you know, uh, she put a tweet out this week where she said, oh, this is just an EP. It's not an album, blah, blah, blah. And then you listen to it, the sequencing, the production, uh, the, the way that she kind of did these interludes with like specific women. And then like the follow-up songs told their stories, uh, yeah. feature from Ari Lennox. We had Anderson, Anderson Pack, uh, her, as I said, um, I think that's it, but it, it was just an incredible, incredible album. I really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we talk all the time about artists saying, oh, this is an album and then coming back and saying this is a mixtape for her to say it was an EP and kind of like lower our expectations. And then for me to listen and to have the experience I had, I was like, oh, you really like you sold this at, at, a, at a very low value and it, it over delivered. Like it was it was a really, really enjoyable project. I'm going to go back to that. And she set the tone for 2021 R&B with that album. So men and women like come with it don't 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 be flopping don't be doing nothing half-hearted jasmine is here people been waiting on her for like six years to to drop a project so yeah this was dope how'd you feel about it man um wow uh so many thoughts first thought is that it's finally (laughs) finally people are seeing and hearing she's having that moment where they're kind of you know where she's catching fire and it's just everywhere for those who even weren't aware and just for a newer generation who maybe haven't heard reality show or other stuff jasmine is the truth 
she's serious. She's here for a 40 year career. If she wants it, it's hers to take. <laughs> she is one of the best vocalists out right now. And what was funny for me when I was listening to the project, she was literally dancing over the flows. I'm like, she's like, I'm gonna do y'all flows. I'm gonna sing my runs, crispy runs. I'm gonna give you feeling. I'm gonna deliver stories and it's gonna be better than all of y'all. And I really think, like you said, she set the tone. She said that I'm here. This is now the bar for this year. Everything will be, and I thought it was such a smart thing. I, maybe it was in, it was inadvertently, it happened out this way is that this was kind of like the first, it feels like major R&B release, anticipated yeah. R&B release of the year. Yeah. And setting at the top of the year definitely is like immediately, like, okay, shoot, this is how we start in a year. It's almost like she was speaking for R&B. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is we starting a year. The rest of y'all gonna have to go back remix some stuff if it's not hitting <laughs> like that yeah it's gotta be better you know and um i would say off first listen i really enjoyed it it funny enough with the stories and the sketches in between the the theme is very clear but it reads to me like a seat at the table it feels mm, like, yeah in a similar way you know a seat at the table was like very much so a, you know a, 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 a whatever voiceover sketch something then a song Mm-hmm. sketch or wherever every few songs has a sketch that really went into the, the theme of the next song and uh i thought that for this specific project especially the singles i lost one like brought a whole new meaning for me when i heard the story of the woman who had cheated who, yeah. you know and so when i heard that story i was like oh god this hits harder because <laughs> it's like that helplessness that's you know you made the mistake and, you know, and the song was already emotional and got to me even then. But when hearing that, it's just, oh, man. So I think it was a really powerful album. Another thing I wanted to note, uh, uh, I think what she does so well, if you think about it, you compare, like, who's at the top of R&B right now mm-hmm. when it comes, and I mean, it's only women right now. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> it's only women. You know, her, uh, Brandy, her, Jasmine Sullivan, Ari Lennox is now in that conversation. I mean, he's always yeah. been there, but for sure is consistently solidifying herself in that conversation. And I think that one thing that Jasmine does really well uh, is that she, she gives you that very highly trained, very much so Swiss Army Knife can do everything type of vocal, R&B vocal, but it's very, very like digestible. Her music mm-hmm. is so digestible to someone. You don't have to be a super R&B head. Like if you compare this project to B7, like B7, you won't even know what you're missing if you don't really know and you're not true to this R&B stuff. You don't even right. know what you're missing, right? You just hear it and like, it is what it is. Whereas I think what this project does so well, mostly because of its content and its delivery, its approach, she's also much younger than Brandy as well. But, and not to pit them against, I'm just comparing uh she gives this very much so like digestible music that i think all the girls is relating to right now yeah and like all the girls that we know that was listening out for summer walker stuff and projects that i may have had words about because i feel like the vocals aren't up to par here is now what y'all should be listening to like a high level vocalist mm-hmm. a once in a generation vocalist doing that sort of content that is yeah. not compromising it's not compromising the art and the vocals, but you're also getting that sort of content that you can relate and scream the lyrics back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's inspiring for me because it's showing me it's like, yes, finally, like a, a super, super amazing R&B act is getting that like high level notoriety. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, meaning something in the culture specifically. So sorry, I had to go on that point. 
There was this room in Clubhouse today. I didn't get to spend much time in it because I was in work meetings. But it was literally like, you R&B niggas. <laughs> need to figure it out. <laughs> like, basically, it was like to that point. Like, and it was mad people in there. Like, hers manager was in there. A bunch of other people was in there just talking about, specifically, shout out to Branford. Branford's uh, the co-founder, of, or the founder, excuse me, of They Have the Range. Uh, has you know, a bunch of different great rooms about R&B specifically, and that was one of the topics coming up, but, like, the guys, whoo, gotta figure it out, y'all. Because mm. the ladies have been dominating, continue to dominate, and will only dominate. Yeah. If you don't, you know, and it's not even a competition, just, come on, bring it up to par. Yeah. They are, they are, they have continued to set the standard, and, you know, and we always look at January as an off month, like, the, we don't always get major releases in That's January. Another thing. So, for it to be not only a, a woman in R&B, but an R&B veteran, like, Jasmine's been doing this for a minute, and still de- delivering at a high clip, to set the bar in a month that people just kind of ignore it's like, oh, now, now, like, we, we need to pay attention to January, but we also need to pay attention to Jasmine. It's like, you know, is she going to come with a deluxe later? Will she drop a, another EP this year since this is just an EP? It's a long EP for 14 song EP. Like, that's, that's, that's pretty. I think she's just trying not to, like, she's being, a, I think she's just being an artist in the sense of, like, not wanting to um, categorize my art. I just mm. want to, it's a project, you know? Mm. I think that's the most, you know, non, uh, how do you say, even neutral term to say say it's a project you know your project mm-hmm. could be an album it could be a project ev whatever but it's just it, I, it's not an ep right. <laughs> you know for it to be 14 it, it songs, don't feel like it it, right? it don't it feel like 14 it. songs of our traditional sense of EVP. so i would just say yes yeah, her project that she put yeah uh so shout out to you jasmine i'm i'm gonna be running that and yeah that's for, to start the year in, in in a way like this is whew um we also got some more uh, R&B women doing their thing this, this weekend. We got Van Jess uh, dropped a single Curious featuring Jimmy Tense and Garen. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Nick essentially put me on to, well, no, I heard Van Jess on a JBP, but I think you and I really sat and listened to them all on a road trip. Uh, I think it was up to Ithaca at one point. Yep. And uh, yeah, Van Jess, incredible vocals. Um, I really enjoyed the features contribution. The production was dope. Uh, very just booming type production and van just just floats on it I've, I've never heard a van just track that i didn't didn't like so yeah, yeah. I, you know what's funny though i'll say this i'm starting to kind of want a little more from them mm. in, in terms of what in terms of i just you know uh a very good and our friend of ours had made this good this comment the same you know like Vanchess is great, right? It's the same thing, but it's kind of like we get the same thing over and over and over. Mm. I think, you know, people naturally try to put them between her, Chloe and Hallie and Vanchess because there's two black sisters doing this type of music, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sort of in the same, they're in the same lane, you know, two amazing singers, whatever. Right. Um, and so I feel like right now I'm kind of wanting more from them because it's kind of hitting a, not a lull for me. I still love them. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. But I want to hear something different. I want, I don't know anything about them as well. Mm. That was his point that he was just saying, like, you know, we don't know anything about them. We get the same sort of electronic feeling sort of song or it's very, you know, like commercial R&B and that's kind of that. And then they fade to black, mm. you know, whereas like, you know, Chloe and Howard, we know their story. We know a little bit more about them. We, we kind of know some stuff. And, you know, I, that's dependent upon the artistry. But at the same time, I feel like, the way they're putting out music, the consistency that puts out music, I would like to know more about them. 
I would like to see them do more performances. I would like to see them you know, just out more. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us something to really give us a brand. What is their brand? You know? Yeah. So. Okay. That's valid, valid. Yeah. Well, well, we hope to see it. Uh, last but not least, uh, Nao, a huge, huge fan of Nao, um, dropped a track called Antidote featuring Ade Kunle Gold. Uh, you know, uh, vibes, real vibey track, uh, more along the Afro beats type lane. So it's cool to see Nao uh, embracing uh, her culture in that way. Um, also, really enjoyed it. I really don't have anything anything bad to say. Um, I, I think that's something that'll stay in my rotation. Um, it's just, it's one of those songs that, that you feel like you just, you just bop to it. And then, you know, as you listen, Nail's vocals to me are, are incredible. Uh, we spoke uh, off camera before we started and Nick feels like she's an acquired taste that you either acquire or you don't. Um, and like, I, I, I get it. Like, it's kind of how I look at uh baby Rose. We talked about baby Rose. Oh, a she's lot. another one. Yeah. It's like, you either love it or you're like, mm, but you know, it, it is what it is. I, I really enjoyed the track. I'm um, looking wrong with that. Nothing at all. Um, I don't know if Nao has a project coming soon. I don't, she hasn't dropped a project since 2018. Um, so I'd, I'd be looking forward to hearing a new project from her uh, pretty soon. So uh, yeah, yeah, dope track, dope track. Um, the Grammys were postponed until March uh, due to COVID-19. Uh, honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was very... No, I, I don't want to say I'm pessimistic because as I've said multiple times, like I just kind of don't let the Grammys affect me anymore. Like, of course I'm still going to watch. I'm still going to be tuned in, yeah. but like, it, like, I, like I, I, I wasn't looking at January, like, Oh, Grammy time. I can't wait. I'm going to be locked in with all this. Like, so, you know, whether it's in January, March, June, or, or you, we make up a whole new month, like I'll watch, but I'm not going to let my emotions be, be tied to whatever happens right. in, in the results. Um, did, do you think like the, the postponement is going to hurt them in any way? Like, I'm just one. The first thought that come, came to mind is that I feel like for everything, for sports and everything like that, they're having to like think you have to plan for like two years out now because mm-hmm. this affects the, just the normal schedule of things. So for albums for the 2022 Grammys, how like what the period of consideration would be would be interesting right. for me. And hopefully they probably will just keep it. They'll keep it the same on the timeline, but just, you know, air the thing later, which would I think probably make the most sense. Just the quickest fix. Mm-hmm. But if yeah, if that's the case, then it's a non-factor. If otherwise, then I would be curious as to how they're going to change that the period yeah. for which the, of eligibility for different years. But I don't think it's going to change. They'll probably just air it later. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, lastly, uh, Shanti and Keisha Cole versus uh, it, uh, as we know, it was canceled due to uh, Shanti uh, contracting COVID. Um, it, she is now free of it, uh, but it, the versus is still delayed, and we're not entirely sure when it's going to happen. Uh, the question here is, do we even care anymore? Um, I mean, I, I, I would still like to see it. Like, there were there was a lot of conversation. Like, some people think Ashanti's going to wash Keisha. Some people think Keisha's going to wash Ashanti. I think Keisha has the edge. So, I'm, of course, I, I would like to see it to see how they curate, to see if it's more of a friendly thing or if it's more competitive. And, you know, the, 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 the Instagram comments during the battles are always one of the most enjoyable parts for me. And I think with Ashanti having COVID and then it being delayed. Like there's, there's, there's going to be some trolls in there saying some wild stuff. So like, it's just going to be an overall entertaining thing, but like, I'm, I'm not pressed for it. I'm not like, I'm yeah, that, that that's the thing. It's like, you know, Damn, uh, that's what I'm saying. Do we care? <laughs> yeah. Like, like a, a lot of, a lot of these versus battles like have, have gone to schedule, you know, like we heard about Neo and Jante and then it happened. We heard about Beanie Man and Bounty Killer and then it happened. We heard about two chains and Ross and then it happened. Even uh, uh, Jeezy and Gucci, which was, <clears throat> which was originally 
Jeezy and T.I. or Gucci and T.I., you know, that was pushed back a little bit. But when it switched to Jeezy and Gucci, we was like, oh, like this is going to be wild because of their history. So it's like, you know, Versus has been pretty consistent, but it's not Versus' fault here. You know, it was like, you know, if things happen to Ashanti, we can't necessarily blame Versus for it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to be tapped in, but like, you know, it, it is what it is. Like, this, this is show business. Like, things happen, things get pushed back, things get canceled, and we just kind of got to go along for the ride. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. All this talking, man. I'm parched. I know you parched. What you sipping on? I've been sipping on. I've been sipping on Jesus juice today, man. I've been doing too much. I just want to drink some water. Um, for first time listeners, Jesus juice is water. Mm-hmm. The water, the juice that Jesus made, the first sure. one he ever made. Mm-hmm. Need that H two O. Yeah, yeah. That's been my my drink of choice today. But I'm actually I just bought some turmeric and I'm gonna start making turmeric tea. So that's that's loading anti-inflammatory, antioxidants, all that stuff, you know. Very important. But our half and half is coming out of edmtunes.com. Now I just wanted to have fun for the half and half because I feel like for one, you know, like let's just freaking have some fun. I feel like that's what I've been wanting, you know, more. I feel like people tend to look at me as more serious voice on the pod <laughs> and you know, Nick taking things seriously and whatnot. Whatever it is, you know, this is who I am. But I do like when I turn up, oh I do. I go. The streets know. The streets know. <laughs> I go. And so I want to have some fun in a half and half for once. And so this is coming, like I said, out of edmtunes.com by Farrah Tai. This is this site uses AI to tell you how bad your music taste is. Mm. Now, this came out a little while ago. I'm just coming uh, to grips, not to grips. I'm just, it's just coming on my radar. And it's basically mocking the Spotify wrapped or, you know, the, those sort of DSP wrapped things for your your profile this is created by the pudding which is a digital publication and so basically it's called how bad is your spotify the ai it's trained using two million indicators of objectively good music quote uh and therefore an experience an expert on determining your good music so that also the, the indicators that they use includes pitchfork reviews uh, record store recommendations subreddits and more so i was interesting i was like that's automatically contradictory you're using subjective metrics indicators to create you know opinions on determining good you know objectively good music that makes no sense so i was like i'm intrigued let's take it so i had the whole team take it (laughs) just to see what the results would be um and i'll share mine first so basically what it does it it basically creates a phrase where you log into your Spotify and we're going to share We're going to post it for y'all to go check it out. I would love for y'all to share some uh, with us on Twitter of what yours were. Uh, but it basically creates a f- hyphenated phrase of your basically describing your um, your Spotify taste. So based on your your listens and all that stuff, it does like a bunch of rundowns. It gives you sort of like a score of basic, like how basic you are. Um, out of 100%, I am 22% basic, thank God, <laughs> uh, based on my taste. But my main phrase was, my sp- so basically to say, like, my Spotify taste is uh, love your NPR tote, mom and dad's date night, awkward middle school slow dance bad. It's trap house bad. It's endless worship service bad. That one took me out. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. You can't talk about gospel music like that. Pudding. Dog, this thing had me cry. Music on Dramamine bad. Soft boy bad. In love with your coworker or best friend bad. Oh. Spice. Mm. So 
that was mine, but I'm I'm most proud of my 22% basic meter. That means I'm not basic. Yes, Nick did clock in the best uh, basic score, or rather the lowest. Lowest is best here. Uh, my results, man, I got roasted. Um, <laughs> I will give my my explanation afterwards, but oh I, I, I was I was ranked 65% basic. Uh, my music taste, my Spotify music taste, was described as sad sack, Drake, trap house, belieber, bad. S- sexy social anxiety r&b bad i don't even want to read the other little dashes but they said my music library has all the originality of a discount bin at walmart and they said i'm too trendy for my own good uh and they asked me a question you know there's good music from before 2019 right now the the way that yeah it's crazy so the way that i i listen to spotify like i i, I do try to do a lot of discovery like I, I listen to a lot of people's playlists and you know i check stuff out but for the most part when i'm driving because I, I listen primarily when i'm driving i listen to my on repeat playlist and that's based okay. on songs that i listen to a lot so there's a lot of division on there weekend justin bieber future drake of course party next door and like yo they they, they kept like calling me out they're like yo you listen to like you've been missed by party next door. Oh my God. You listen to like this song by party next door. Oh, another future stand. They even had me do a, a, a fuck Mary kill between the weekend future and, and division. I was like, yo, that's really, really insane. Now I, yeah. I, I'll say mine was worse. I, I chose to marry division. I chose to fuck future and I chose to kill the weekend. Um, I cannot even say mine. Cause they put a gospel artist in there. So that's nuts. It's like, I can't do this. I married them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you, you have to, like, you, you, you got to marry you a child of the Lord. I'm um, in division just sampled a gospel song. So it's like, you know, it works out for me too. I'm, I'm, I'm married. I'm married children of the Lord as well. Wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, we even had Kieran do it. Uh, Kieran's score came in at 40% basic and he made sure to put here that at least he's not as basic as me. I hate you, bro. Um, Kieran's taste was described as sad sack, Drake, skirt, skirt, bop it, twisted, skirt, skirt, rap, bad. Wrote in Kanye for president bad. Damn, they, they must know you white, man. <laughs> they got to know you white. Keeping Kylie rich by buying Travis Scott meals bad. Classic oh. rock radio station bad. Oh, uh, they said that Kieran is stuck in the early 2010s. And for him, music's been all downhill since Freddie Gibbs made Shame featuring uh, BJ the Chicago Kid. And for Kieran's Fuck Mary Kill, they did Freddie Gibbs, Kanye, and Gangstar. Kieran chose to marry Gangstar fuck freddie gibbs and kill kanye very 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 smart choices there um this is one of the most offensive quizzes that i've ever taken and i've taken i took i took plenty of quizzes in college that i wasn't prepared for and ended up doing poorly on then this one hurt my heart a little more than that crying um so hey you know suggest me some music to listen to so i could change my my on repeat algorithms um because i'm you know hopefully they come out with a new one next year so i could take it and get this basic score down because 65% 65% basic is absolutely nuts. Like, you're not going to make me feel bad <laughs> for liking Drake and Future and Party. Like, those are genuinely my favorite artists. But, like, wow, this was like, and you know, for what it's worth, they, they did read me pretty well. Like, like that sexy, sexy social anxiety RB bad. It's like, yeah, that pretty much sums up a lot of what I listen to. <laughs> I'm crying the, the, the discount bin one had, oh my yeah, God. yeah, that's, that's crazy. Hilarious. That is insane. Wow. Um, See, that was fun. That was See, very that was fun. fun. That was, that was fun. One of the more enjoyable cups of uh, of of half and half. So shout out to you for for finding that. I'm gonna move on before I start crying on camera. Uh, we want to shout out our <laughs> employee of the month, 
Nicholas Tyrell Scott. Uh, clap it up for him. Clap it up. Clap it up. My guy. Uh, extremely talented writer, cultural critic, speaker, and one-third of Don't Alert the Stands at Dats Pod on Twitter. Uh, some stuff I like about NT, he really keeps it 100 on the timeline. And, like, he and I have, have even disagreed on, like, certain artists and certain stuff. But, like, he, he always explains himself very well. He's a very thorough, elaborate person. He combines his responsible takes, responsible just like us, with a high standard of excellence for artists and creators. You know, he's, 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 he's not going to BS you. He's not just going to... Like even with artists he really likes, like he he makes sure to set his bias aside and you know speak to their progression and stuff like that. So I really like NT. He's definitely someone who I I, I look up to and a uh, uh, type of journalist that that I aspire to become over time. So one more time, shout out to our employee of the month, Nicholas Tyrell Scott out the UK. My guy, my guy. Let's jump into this slide deck, more like the slide war. Best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Stay trying to make this a war. You fighting with yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, it is what it is. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go first this week. You know, I, I usually pass it off to Nick, but I'll, I'll start it go. off. Um, so this is an artist I really like. I've spoken about her on the pod uh, multiple times. I brought My One by Mariba, and this is produced by Sam Hoffman. Let's jump into it. They say I'm shady Cause I got another baby And she keep me up late And I They say I'm shady Cause I rarely make the party But I can't stop hearing Her whisper in my ear You're my one true, you're my one true love You're my one true, you're my one true love Feel so right with you in my life You've been on my mind since I was a yeah. You're my one true, you're my one true. You're my one true, you're my one true. You so high when we go all night. Only satisfied with you by my side. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. It's my joint. I mean, I've, wanna... heard, I've heard that song. Love that song. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say that's probably one of my favorite from uh, from the album. I can't think of the name right now. Um, but yeah, really, really dope. You've been on my mind since I, I was yay high. Like that's that's some stuff. Because I think yeah. we all have we have an ideal love in our mind, someone that we think you know we've been meant to be with since we were young, and then you find that and it's just such a euphoric gratifying experience I'm, I'm out here pouring my heart out right now i'm, I'm thinking of my baby uh the oh, album the, <laughs> the album is called the jungle is the only way out uh thank you kieran um uh, but yeah really really enjoy that um i don't want to call it minimal production because like e- even in like it's, it's it's not like super super layered but like right. it does exactly what it needs to do like it's it's just real thumping like it's it's production you can get into and um Mariba's, her vocals are just like angelic celestial just 
just they, they just they're so pleasing to the ear um and i just think it's it's a perfect combo shout out to sam hoffman for that production shout out to mariba for that track um and yeah ho- hope y'all enjoyed it hope y'all run it uh what'd you bring for us brother man i brought a uh, i brought a, a song i really like heater when i saw these two names together i said oh no nah. run it and they delivered this is woman by Nao featuring Leanne Lahavis, produced by Lox, L-O-X-E. That song, first off, it tastes like peanut brittle. Let me get another piece. <laughs> you hear me chewing? I hope y'all hear me chewing. Next, I might go on the record and say, Leanne LaHavis, I would love to take you out to dinner. Oh. Ma'am, wow. When she opens her mouth to sing, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's the vibrato. It's the airiness. It's the delivery, it's the breathiness, it's the tone, it's the control. Wow. Please. Let's go to eat. She's probably vegan, huh? Might be. Might be. She sound vegan. (laughs) This man man is insane. Big slide, though. Great slide, great selection, as always. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, you can find the slides in our slide deck playlist on all platforms hit the link tree in our ig bio you know our social media at stay busy pod also send us some slides on our social media or email us at staybusypod at gmail.com hit the mailing list in the link tree as well promise you we got some special things coming soon so you don't want to miss out on that this is a very exciting board meeting uh, we're introducing something new so nick are you prepared for the board meeting today man i haven't been more ready for a board meeting in a long time when yeah let's get it all right so We're introducing a new series to you all. Uh, I'm going to call this Quotes from the Quill. Now, the quill is something Nick often refers to in terms (laughs) of the the pen, in terms of uh, artists who are talented songwriters. You know, me coming in as a journalist who my analysis and all that, I think I got a pretty elite pen as well. So I'm going to say that I, too, possess a quill. Now, uh, today's theme for Quotes from the Quill Uh, where we will be breaking down lyrics of songs. Uh, Today's theme is vulnerability. And vulnerability means whatever it means to you. It can 
come out in so many different ways. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, hearing Nick's selections in my, and uh, talking to you all about my selections as well. The first track uh, that I want to discuss is So Much More from Xavier Omar. This is produced by DJ Camper. So Much More is a wedding song, which is uh, coincidental because uh, this, was uh, this was written by Xavier about his wife, Kristen. Uh, it captures their love and commitment uh, and it um, chronicles their friendship in into their marriage and how he's devoted to his wife uh, through thick and thin. Now, prior to really sitting and digesting and reading the lyrics, I interpreted it as you know, him speaking how he felt he was undeserving of her love because she seems so much better than him. You know, everyone wants someone perfect, whether as an individual or fitting in, into their lives, but perfection is not necessarily realistic. But even through that, the love can still flourish. Now, when you look at this first verse, the, the way that he opens it, who would have thought that we would make it here? Knew that our hearts would overtake our fears. So we grow and we learn from each other, from hello to just friends into lovers. So glad you took a chance on me. Then he goes into his pre-chorus. I'm not saying that I, I'm not the perfect man. You don't ask me to be. You're not a perfect girl, but somehow you're so much more. Now, you, when you really sit and think about that, the, the, the highest praise you can give someone is calling them perfect. But again, perfection Thanks. is something that we strive towards, um, but it's not necessarily something that we can actually attain. Now, to tell a girl you're not perfect, but you're so much more like that. That, that's some stuff that like would have me tearing up. That's some stuff like you, 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 you tell your girl, man, that's like, that's, that's a different type of consuming, just flaming, burning <laughs> type of love. And that, that, that's real. You know, that's something that I think we all, we all want. We all want that person that we can look at and be like, yeah, you have your flaws. Like there are things that we don't agree on, but at the end of the day, I'd, I'd rather be with you than be with no one else. So that's how I interpreted this song. This is actually my favorite song from that project. Uh, he goes on. Yeah. Baby, you're so much more, so much more than anything I dreamed of. I prayed a thousand prayers. I found someone who cares and so much more than anything I dream of. So he, he spent his time praying for this woman. He spent his time dreaming of this woman. And still, the woman that he ended up with is so much more than anything he could have ever visualized, ever imagined. That's, that's like love. It doesn't even feel like enough to describe that type of feeling that you can have for someone. Um, um, you got something to tell the, the class? It sounds like you're in love, sir. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, 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 I've been blessed to start 2021 with uh, my, my my girlfriend. She, she's great. Um, and yeah, man. Yeah, and this oh, is... Oh, we're uh, jacking it on the air. we yeah. jacking it on the air. Here we go. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, jacking yeah. it on air. Yeah, so thank you, 2020, for giving me uh, this person. It, it was a tumultuous year, but to end it with her and to start a new year with her and all the new experiences that we've had, it just, uh, it, it hits, it hits. Um, and Nick's had the opportunity to meet her as well. And she's, uh, she's incredible, man. She, Nick specifically Who told me. I want you cutting onions on air? Who said I want you cutting onions on air? Who said? But yeah, man. So this is something that, that, that I really felt. And just to quickly get into verse two before I pass it over to my co-host. We had our phases. We've been through changes. Hard to be patient. It was worth waiting. They can't erase it. Baby, we've come so far. And I want you to know that I'm here by your side, come day or night. Whatever you do, make sure your love don't ever change. That's, that's that yearning. That's that, man, I, I know what I have and I don't ever want it to change. And I mean, of course, you know, people change uh, every yeah. few months, every year, but 
that bond you have with someone where it's just like you feel like you can't function without them like it's like nah i don't i don't ever want this to go away it's uh it's it's just i, I feel it i feel it so shout out nah, to Xavier. we need to play this we need to yeah. play this karen run we that jump bro run that run that Need some peanut butter. <laughs> Who would have thought that we would make it here? Knew that our hearts would overtake our fears. So we grow and we learn from each other. From hello to just friends and to lovers. <laughs> Walking down the aisle as she walks down the aisle, I'm bawling. <laughs> I didn't do it justice, man. I I didn't do it justice. Is reading the lyrics and explaining, you know, what it meant to me, and just you know what 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 various sources have said about the song. Like hearing it and like Xavier, his, his voice is just like so. It's it's, it's 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 warm. It's so warm and like and you know we, we talked before about how he sounds gospel influence and like just like the the. Pointed, oh dear. Yeah, like the crescendos and the progression of the record, like to, to, to get a gospel feel, but then to feel that love as well. And we know there's a lot of like R&B is very influenced by, by gospel. There's a clear relationship between it. So to see him really just push the envelope with that, it's like, man, like that, that's, that's a record. That is a record. Like Camper played on it too, because Camper played, you know, he's from Jersey, he played in church and whatnot. So it sounds like he played the key. I mean, it's, it's that record. It's to be played at weddings first dances walk me down the aisle all of that i mean it's it's a magnificent it's magnificent i think a lot of artists that'll be a song when he's 70 and we go into the hollywood bowl and we old and like we considered the old folks we listening to that like that's the one yeah where we hold our wives and we and we talk about so much more wow yeah, and for anyone who's saying there aren't male R&B artists making records for women, uh, Xavier Omar is here to say, mm, sorry. Um, I, I think one of my favorite parts is the bridge where he goes into, I love this strong, deserves to last forever long. You're the only one I call. You've loved me through it all. Uh, as as the chorus progresses, he, he gets in a later uh, later chorus as he says, you know, uh, you're so much more. You've been my closest friend so much more, and I only want to love you. It's like, bro, come on, like it's, it's just bars after bars after bars. And to to see a man be so vulnerable and to you know be so open and proud of his love in this way, because we know like a lot of male R and B artists are trying to do the whole swaggy thing or the the the, 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 the toxic thing. And so this this is a breath of fresh air. Um, so yeah, really really love that record. Ho- hope y'all run the whole 
whole thing. Uh, you won't be able to listen just once. Like there, there's no way you're going to listen to that record just once. And, and I hope, you know, if, 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 if you're sitting there thinking of someone when it comes on, tell them how you feel. Don't just listen to the song and think about them. Put it out there. Shoot that shot. One of those songs. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that, that was my first selection in quotes from the Quill vulnerability. I'm going to pass it over to Brother Early. What, what, what you bring for us? Man, when we came up with this idea, I just I went down the rabbit hole um, because I, when we thought about vulnerability, I just it almost was like too broad in a way. I was like, wait, I mean, most songs are vulnerable, but I think this spe- specific type of vulnerability, I think, shocked me even before I really had even really fully comes with what I was hearing or what was going on. And realizing that it was a true story, I remember when I first heard this song, it was, it kind of stopped me, like in my tracks. And I was like, whoa, especially the delivery and the content and how raw it is. And that's direct to the point. This is, uh, you know, I'm talking about You by Kendrick Lamar, uh, produced by Who Are I and Taz Arnold. This is off of, off of To Pimp a Butterfly. And I mean, I can, you know, the song is really the whole album, you know, he talks about is, is really about leadership and sort of the survivor's guilt that he goes through sort of on a daily basis. And every time he leaves the community and really thinking about what is he going to do with his celebrity to make a positive change, knowing the environment that he came from, knowing that people are suffering. You know, he talked about in, the, in my main source for, you know, researching this was the Rob Markman interviews when he's talking to uh, Markman and the conversation that they have and he kind of expresses you know like every time you know he went on tour for this album and or for good kid i believe uh, it was and you know in that summer three of his homeboys got killed like three close friends got murdered and he's sitting there hope you know having to go do more shows can't you know go home certain other situations that happen with his family and just sort of feeling like that helplessness of the survivor's guilt is really what he keys in on the powerlessness uh, especially that feeling of also like wanting to do better and living with that guilt. Um, it, it kind of, you know, touches on tropes and themes of self-loathing as well, a little bit of that, that despair and tragedy and loss. I mean, it gets really heavy, really, really deep. It was actually a quote that I found when it was talking about uh, Mixed by Ali actually said for that session that day, he said, you know, the session for you was very uncomfortable. He said, you know, Kendrick wrote it in the booth. Um, the mic was on on and I can hear him walking back and forth and having these super angry vocals he said then he'd start recording with the lights off and it was super emotional he said I he said I never asked what got into him that day so I in the album there's this this line that kind of gets repeated in many different forms it says I remember you was conflicted misusing your influence sometimes I did the same abusing my power and then it goes on the full thing is full of my full of resentment resentment that turned into a deep depression found myself screaming in the hotel room I didn't want to self-destruct. The evils of Lucy was all around me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably one of the most deep few lines we've heard in the last <laughs> few years, yeah. um, especially since you know music since this came out. And so, it's that really encapsulates, I think, that idea of being wanting to do better, not having the power to be able to change circumstances, and really wrestling with how do I carry the mantle of being the chosen one in a way, you know, the one that got out. And so there's a few lines from this specifically that I really want to get into. Um, I mean, the song kind of opens up and the way, you know, Kendrick is always going to give you that picture. Uh, the song is kind of set up in like three parts, if you will. Um, and it, it, it's really, really powerful. But 
this first one when he goes in, you know, it starts off with loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. And it goes on to repeat that. And loving is complicated. You speaking about himself. Um, and I think it's, there's so many ways Kendrick is so multi-layered, but the way I've, the first thought about it was, you know, when he's talking about you being, he's speaking about himself in sort of like a third person, you know, or, well, second person, but you get not to get into grammar, <laughs> but he's speaking about loving you as loving himself is complex. Self-love is complex. Or it could be Kendrick because he likes to do this speaking in like another person's voice, speaking to himself, saying loving you, Kendrick, is complicated. And so he goes, starts off and saying, I place fame on you still, place shame on you still, feeling like you ain't, shh. feeling like you don't feel, confidence in yourself breaking on marble floors, watch anonymous strangers telling me that I'm yours, but you ain't, shh, S. <laughs> I'm convinced your tolerance, nothing special. What can I blame you for? What can what can I blame you for, nigga? I can name several situations. Let's start with your little sister baking a baby inside, just a teenager. Where are your patience? Where was your antennas? Where was your influence? You speak of you preached in front of a hundred one hundred thousand, but I but never reached her. He said. He said, I effing tell you, you effing failure. You ain't no leader. I never liked you. Forever despise you. I don't need you. I mean. It goes on and on and on, and, and he gets in some real serious stuff. Like, and he's just—I mean, as as angry as he's saying it, it's really, really powerful to and see how some people go through this stuff, man. And he's a normal person, mm-hmm. and I think the reason why I chose this for vulnerability because, like, artists don't speak that way all the time. Yeah, you know, they don't speak that direct. And that's ooh, and they perk your ear up. But like, that was so for me, like, whoa these are real things that Kendrick really put the story on wax. Cause you know, he doesn't really talk and, and he doesn't really have that sort of out there brand. And so when you want to know what's going on with him, you got to listen to the music and it, Oh my gosh, I just want to play the record. So Kieran, can you just play the record, please? Loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. Loving you is complicated. 
I mean, that's only just the beginning of it. He really gets into it. The beat flips, and it, 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 you hear him playing, you know, with, sort of drinking with a bottle and, like, really saying some real deep stuff. And not to get too dark, you know, I didn't mean to be stiff <laughs> to move that way, but I think it just really highlights a different type of vulnerability and just the scale in which, you know, it happens. So that's, that was, that's my first one. Definitely mm-hmm. want to hear your second. What you got for us? So, you know, me being a lovey-dovey cancer, I had to do <laughs> vulnerability within the scope of love. <laughs> I but, see. <laughs> you know the vibes. But I also love vulnerability in people's personal journeys. Um, and so before I get into this song, you know, a, a Drake line that sticks out immediately when I think about this record, winning is problematic. People like you more when you're working towards something, not when you have it. Now, the song that I'm talking about is Get Up 10 by Cardi B. It's an incredible intro from her album, Invasion of Privacy. When I heard it, I immediately thought of Meek Mill, the Dreams and Nightmares intro, because it has yep. that, that slow yep. buildup where, where she's getting her bars off and then the beat comes and the beat drops. And it's like, oh, word. So with Cardi, uh, this is produced by Math Allen and DJ Swanko. Uh, my interpretation of this record, it was her come up story. And people love a, a come up story until you actually come up. And then they turn around and critique you for a lot of things. And we know Cardi, you know, came up as a stripper. Uh, she, she got her start on uh, Love and Hip Hop. And that's when people fell in love with her. And then, you know, the music came. Um, but the record talks about her, her resilience through it all, despite all the haters, blah, blah, blah. Now, with Cardi's success, she actually said in an Instagram caption that listening to Get Up 10 makes her sad because of, because of the rags part of her story and things that she had to do stripping in, in Mount Vernon. And the fact that this is also still many people's reality. Um, so as we as we get into the lyrics here, you know, she she kicks it off, as I said, with like the beat kind of more chill and it's just her and like the, the, the way they mix her voice and her delivery is what makes this record so impactful to open up Invasion of Privacy. Look, they, they gave a bitch two options, stripping or lose. Used to dance in the club right across from my school. I said, dance, not uh, don't get it confused. Had to set the record straight because bitches love to assume mama couldn't give it to me. Had to get it at Sue's. Sue's is where she stripped at. Lord only knows how I got in those shoes. I was covered in dollars. Now I'm dripping in jewels. A bitch play on my money might as well spit in my food like Ooh. come on come on like just those those eight lines alone it's like all right cardi didn't yeah. come to play and when when you think about her singles leading up to to the album bodak yellow she had a uh, body of cardi with 21 savage she had be careful which was more of a more of a, a melodic r&b type you know it's it was almost a sad song she's talking about like you know her yeah. struggles with love and you know uh just kind of being cheated on and, and and then drip with Migos that was just more of a fun record so to kick her album off in this way I don't think a lot of people expected this like even with Bodak Yellow and like that was a really fun record I, it, it was highlighted by its hook but like you know like this is just like bars 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 so she, she continues on um and you know as as you read the lyrics like it's a very very long first verse like I, 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 yeah. I didn't get to count how many lines it is but like it's very very long and then you know you get to get to her chorus man I said we gonna win Knock me down nine times, but I get up 10. Look myself in the mirror. I say, we going to win. Knock me down nine times, but I get up 10. Uh, the bridge, you know, I'm going to make a feel me. Said, I'm going to do a broke bitch filthy. I'm going to make a feel me. Said, I'm going to do a broke bitch filthy. Like, it's like Cardi, yeah. Cardi, I love how she owns her story. 
Like even even if yeah. she might not like what she had to do, she she owns it and and she proudly puts it out there because it's like, yeah, I I started here, but look at where I'm at, and like it, it makes it feel a lot more tangible. That's what I've oh, yeah. always lo- loved about her is like she like even with all her success and like Cardi is a bona fide superstar at this point, but it's still like yo, she really makes it feel like. I could do this too, you know. Even if I'm not stripping right now, it's like like there's a lot of women I'm sure for, for, from her neighborhood, uh, women all across the country who look at her and are are inspired by it. Um, so I I, I want to get into the record now. Look. They gave a bitch two options, stripping to lose. Used to dance in a club right across from my school. I said, dance, nah, fuck, don't get it confused. Had to set the record straight, cause bitches love to assume. Mama couldn't give it to me, had to get it in suits. Lord only knows how I got it in suits. I was covered in dollars, now I'm dripping in jewels. A bitch played with my money, might have spit in my food. Bitches hating my guts, now they swear it was cool. Went from making tuna sandwiches to making the news. I started speaking my mind and tripping my views. Real bitch, only thing fake is the boobs. Get money, go hard, motherfucking right. Never been a fraud in my motherfucking life. Get money, go hard. Damn fucking right Stun on these bitches out of motherfucking spite Ain't no running to bore me Went for nothing to glory I ain't telling y'all to do it I'm just telling my story I don't hang with these bitches Cause these bitches be corny And I got enough bras Y'all ain't gotta support me I went from rag to riches Went from wig to lit nigga Only person in my fam To see six figures The pressure on your shoulders Feel like boulders Where you gotta make sure That everybody's straight Bitches stab you in your back While they smiling in your face Talking crazy on your name Trying not to catch a case I waited my whole life just to shit on niggas Climb to the top floor so I could spit on niggas Said I was just trying to chill and make bangers Tell all these old bitches they in danger The thing on my hip with bitches in the shape That's what I call a fucking waist trainer You gon' run up on who and do what I think y'all got your story screwed up I came here to bar, is you nuts? I don't want your punk ass man, I'm too tough I'm the one that's killing shit, hands down if you got a problem with me, say it now Cause I don't wanna hear no sneak dissing Especially not from one you weak bitches I'm on go like I don't see no stoplights I'm stepping out every day, prom night So if it's all love, show me love then Cause you ain't on the bitches, what it sound like Mo, it's how I give it up, nigga, hoodie Low, it's how I'm pulling up Just cause I've been on the road, don't mean I've been on the run And you gon' have to learn to hold your tongue or hold the gun yeah, Cardi, Bel Calis Almanzar. Don't play with her. Don't don't play with. Her. And for everyone who's all, she don't write her stuff. Blah blah. blah. Look, look. To like, yes, she might have a writer, but that don't mean that that, that you're going to deliver something the way that she delivered that. The passion, right. the 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 fierceness, the aggression, the like. It's her story, like Evie, and yeah, yeah, you know, like like it's at at the end of the day, she really really felt that because that's what she went through happened (laughs) so to capture it in that way to to really like spit because like so so many people try to limit you know women rappers women artists and like oh they just you know stripper anthems booty shaking anthems but this is this this is bars this is this is this is a rap song this is the type of rap that we love from men we love gritty rappers like this doing this so I, I was so excited when I first heard it. I revisit this track often. This is one of my favorite intros of uh, of the 2010s. 
I have no problem saying this is one of my favorite intro. I think it's one of the best intros of when you look at everything that that was that was surrounding it and the anticipation of that album to hit people over the head with that because you got to say cardi's reach at that point she had she had a very widespread reach so there were a lot of different people listening to that album so to start it off like that like and like cool bars too like something something waist trainer like you know the gun on it like it's you know come on don't stop stop playing with cardi all right like i'll i'll physically fight you if you if you got stuff to say about cardi like that, that song really just gets into the fiber of, uh, of my skin like i really really feel it so shout out to cardi man yeah well i guess you should have told me to start to take a happier approach today because with vulnerability i guess i was on the sad stuff but that's cool um my next song is it's uh called bye bipolar by brandy this is off b7 produced by dj camper brandy and cadence um so of course this song addresses mental health it's kind of in the title uh, I do want to be respectful and and make people aware that she is does not um, has not been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So right. it's her, you know, speaking on that is more of her using it, I guess, as a as a reference to the situation. Um, so just for what it is, uh, for any listeners that may be affected by that, we just want to. I just wanted to use the song more for a discussion, and we'll just take it at face value for what she wrote. Um, so. It's very interesting because the way I, when I first heard the song, I, of course, I was like, well, is that, is that her case? Like, is that, and I didn't know that about her. Um, and people who don't know Brandy, Brandy has had like a very, very challenging life. Like she's had, you know, the pressure of being a, a child star, you know, stardom at such an early age, having a great album at such an early age, you know, following up and then having a daughter and then she was in, a, you know, the, the whole accident situation where she accidentally killed somebody in a car accident. Like, it's been a whole situation, you know, and she's had a lot of obstacles. Uh, but it was very much so, a, a, I think, an important conversation to have, especially because to show, like, people who know her story. I think this song was important. And the way it ends, this is actually the ending of the project. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a really beautiful ballad. It's her and piano and a few other instruments. Um, but it's really like, you know, battling. She she says she battled with suicidal thoughts and depression and residual pressure of just that perfection. So I think Brandy, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak on some of the lyrics real quick here. So so the chorus goes, the chorus goes, bye, 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 bipolar. I don't really want no more disorder. Pretty boy in love got both shoulders colder because you strung me like thread. I was damn near dead. And you effed with my head like lead, Russian roulette. And I cried and cried and cried and cried and died and died and died and died alive. Lied and lied and lied. Now I'm high as a kite. So bye, 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 polar. And she goes on to do that. And for me, the the part of the song that really got me was was the verse um because i mean uh, excuse me the bridge because the bridge really i think gets to the point of like she's almost like she's personifying when she says bye bipolar personifying a state of being in her mind that is uneven from like you know a toxic relationship messing with her head like she said regression roulette all these different things she says in the bridge oh you were different played me like a fool all you wanted was 15 percent of my moves you were mute a fluke with so many needs, a fraud living with me, and I see it. One day I woke up, and now 
My love is unstuck. I can see who you really are because I'm a star. Very nice. And so I think it's just a really, really important, really, really important um, song to, to, to talk about that. You know, I think a lot of times I love people lose themselves. People question. Gaslighting is real. We got to stop gaslighting people. That makes people second guess. It makes people think that they're crazy. And I just, I think this is a very strong moment in the project because of what Brandy has gone through in real life as well as sort of in the cohesiveness of the project. That was a dumb sentence, in the cohesiveness of the project. In the in succession in the project, the way it ends, like, I think it's such a statement. So enough to be said about it. I want y'all to hear it. Karen, run that, please. seeing artists you know speak on it and i think brandy being such a veteran i think it's and you know people who know her story understand but you know kind of just the the aura of brandy like you hear brandy and you're like oh she's a legend she's been doing this forever and so for her as someone who's a, a, a bit older had a lot of time in the game to come out and speak on you know something like this yeah i think it's really powerful and i think that's kind of what we want our legends to to discuss whether it's mental health issues caused by the industry or caused by other things that happen in life. That's just always really powerful to me. So when I saw the title, I was like, Oh, I'm interested in this already. And then hearing the song and just hearing how, how she attacked it. Like it's, it's like, you know, she's, she's the focal point. And, and I, as you said so many times, like that, that's a, that's a masterclass in vocals. But I think that song just being so stripped down and it just being her just getting her stuff off you mess with my head like russian roulette cried and cried and cried died and died now i'm high as a kite there's a level of triumph there as well a level of overcoming and you know and i think you know we've really popularized this sad music sad boy music sad girl music and so for her to come out about her mental health stuff but then also to speak on how she's moved beyond it and like overcame it and you know you still carry those wounds with you but those wounds ultimately make you stronger when when you acknowledge them rather than running away from them um so yeah that's 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 my joint that's my wow. Yeah. 
No, this is beautiful, man. I'm really excited for this series, being able to break these songs down and showcase, you know, and I promise next time I'll, we'll pick a happier word than vulnerability. <laughs> that'll, that'll, that'll get us on, on that next level. So, man, that was exciting. I'm glad that we did that one. Yeah, very, very fun first edition of Quotes from the Quill. So thank y'all for tapping in to our board meeting. Bulletin board. Ain't really much going on. Uh, we'll let y'all know when, when the Keisha Cole Ashanti versus comes. As I said, division album next Friday, January 15th. Tap into that. Uh, we're still waiting on certified lover boy. Drake said January 2021. So we'll see about that. But I'm, I'm excited to see what the rest of January shapes up to be. You know, someone might. My, someone else might try to drop in, in January after seeing what Jasmine Sullivan did, or people might run away from January seeing what Jasmine Sullivan did. So um, I, I think it's going to be a very interesting month musically. And I think the pandemic is, of course, because people can't tour, people can't do this, do that. Like it, it kind of it might, might make January a, a more appealing month for people to release rather than, you know, waiting to get all their, their logistical stuff figured out, their tour, right, promoting right. their tour and all of that. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes in January. I'm really excited, but I'm, 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 I'm glad, you know, the year started off the way it did. And we're glad to have you all tapped in for another busy year with the busy boys. It's the boy Armand. It's the guy, Nick. Quill men, elite pens, responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. That said, we want y'all to wash your hands, wear your mask, but more importantly, stay safe, stay humble, stay busy. See y'all next week. Baby girl, baby girl, how you feeling? I've been out in the world, staying busy. Taking time, getting right if you miss me. Man, I've been out in the world staying busy. Yeah.